Welcome to Not In Chat, where sometimes we get a bit real. This is a podcast where honesty is always a factor. It's just the degree or level of honesty I'm willing to share. Hope you enjoy. I sat down and recorded internal quiet dialogue, and when I went to edit it, all I could hear was bitch and moan, bitch and moan. So instead of sharing it, because I always have so much to say about the negative committee, and it was very clear to me that the negative committee was doing all the talking, and although I don't admit that out loud as you listen to this, I was very aware of it. So instead, what I did was I double-checked if I had ever shared what I had written about the negative committee, realized I hadn't, so as you can see, I uploaded that instead. But then today, a close friend of mine who doesn't live anywhere near me asked me about my hinting to not getting around very well. And I realized, oh yeah, people that aren't in my immediate circle that I either work with or that come into my home don't know what's been going on with me. And not that it's a big deal, but it has affected so much of my normal life. And we all know that pain and discomfort completely affects your ability to be upbeat and happy. For me, it forces a degree of depression. So in updating her in how I am, I decided to come back and listen to internal quiet dialogue to see if I could share it. And since I'm a few weeks removed from when I recorded it, I'm hearing honesty more so than the moaning. And because I love to listen to people being so honest, I'm just going to take the plunge and go ahead and share. So although this didn't really need an intro, I've kind of had to create one. My situation currently has me so in my own head that I've avoided writing and recording. Instead, I've been editing and watching TV, which is a great idea in these circumstances because I'm dealing with an issue after having broken a bone that has removed my ability to be at work and has put me in a place of being quite capable of complaining about pain. I'm overly paranoid about talking about myself already. Add to that, I feel like pain is a subject that's taboo, and it makes me feel like I'm annoying with that internal dialogue, and I catch myself doing it. So after a lot of noticing the dialogue, I decide to analyze it. Of course, I'm immediately able to admit my father never showed pain. He could have flesh ripped open, and he would just roughly wipe the blood and move on. His example of such a severe pain tolerance and my knowledge of myself and how much pain I do have must have somewhere along the line gone in my head that it's not okay to be in pain. Now, since I'm so many years removed from that influence of my father, I have to admit to myself when I feel pain and someone I care about asks me how I am, I can't lie. I admit my pain. And sometimes, When the person asking really cares about me, I just unload. Sometimes that means bursting into tears, just as I did a few weeks ago. 
The reason that day doesn't matter, but I immediately felt so stupid and annoying, like I shouldn't have done that. And my perception of myself plummeted. And I was wishing I had just stayed a turtle in my shell of home that day instead of feeling and admitting something that was painful. And yes, I absolutely have to say, I am so paranoid of sounding self-centered. That might be something I never tackle as an introvert because I so easily regret the times I'm not in my cave of introvertedness. I do feel naked when I burst into tears, and I'm one of those people who does naked alone. So then my thoughts on keeping myself to myself are intense and bigger the more time I spend alone. But I also realize, while I'm in this state, the hypocrisy of my internal dialogue and the thoughts I have as I listen to podcasts and other people talk about their struggles. What happens is I feel grateful to be invited into their thought process, into their pain. I feel a level of clarity in knowing someone has an issue I have. I appreciate being able to experience their realizations that can help me. Why is it so easy to fall toward hypocrisy of any sort? Nobody wants to hear my struggle as one thought, and I'm so glad to hear your struggle as another thought. In many ways, on many days, I can't believe I write and record the things in my own mind because sometimes I'm so convinced I sound annoying and self-centered. I know full well that I can't share someone else's life and thoughts because I'm only living this life. I only have my own stuff. I'm not so void of experiences. I have to share other people's stories. I have too many of my own. I was listening to Glennon Doyle on Adam Grant's podcast recently, and at the end of it, she just said, Childhood beliefs, man. That's what we're all doing, is just trying to unlearn the wrong things we learned when we were little. I resemble that statement, and I have to wonder if it ever stops. If the young me is always going to influence my whole life. I know it can't be erased, but does it have to always apply? Does it have to always have influence? It's like I have a broken record playing in the back of my mind that whispers self-statements. They usually suit the current situation, and they're like whispered reasons that this is like this and that is like that. And since they're quiet, we allow them to play in the background, if not daily, at least weekly, and a small part of our conscious mind gives the thought a glance and a finger nod of accuracy. That's how we end up with so many false narratives about who we are. That's how we build our cognitive distortions, like cinder block walls. If you're a person like me who thinks too much in silence, you've built a fortress of truth that's very real, but very unnecessary. There's no battle to protect yourself from. These stories of outside forces that have you building the fortress serve one actual purpose. Not to build walls of protection, but a prison of misery. And there is no protection, only punishment. With you yourself being the prosecutor, the guard, the executioner, and the prisoner. It all sounds like such hard work. And yet... It's so simple because of that quiet dialogue, that broken record that you allow. No, I don't want to do it. 
The words change from time to time, but the effect is the same. I allow the quiet words to continue without my own acknowledgement of the allowing. Do I believe them? I do now because of the repetition. Do I want to believe them? No, I don't want any negative narrative going through my head, let alone over and over. I think it's that these stories start out super quiet because you might otherwise shut it down. And it only gets louder the longer it continues. My desire to want to stop becomes present with the acknowledgement. But how do I shut them up? These repetitive statements that appear. I can't just turn the dial. I can't just turn off that effing record player. I can't unplug it. I don't know where it gets its power from, but it keeps playing. With that being the case, you have to admit it is only sheer will. Which makes me ask, do I have enough of that? Has my strength been already too diminished by the repetitive words? If I take these words that went from quiet to loud and I set them on a table in front of me, like something I could examine from all sides, what happens? What do I see? When it's right out there in front of me, my sensible mind has no problem seeing it for what it is. And if I consider for a moment that I would have plenty of advice for somebody else, and I would feel super sensible in the giving of that advice, I would feel like it's very cut and dried, very clear. Stop saying those negative things to yourself. Stop saying them in a way that makes it sound like you're speaking truth. The only thing that makes it even look like truth is just the fact that it's been repeated so many times. And what have I said over and over and over? The repetition, the story that keeps getting repeated is the proof of the cognitive distortion. That right there, like there's no need to even try and figure it out further. Because why would you have to repeat anything over and over and over that just was basic truth? It's like this convincing must happen, and it happens. But the fact of the convincing is the proof. What's really annoying is I already know this. I have been realizing this over and over for years. Then my health takes a bad turn. I end up in my own company for the majority of the hours of my day. And my incapability because of a broken bone, and then the issue the broken bone has created through pain, has me creating new cognitive distortions. Michaela Peterson recently was posting on her Instagram questions about how do you think? Do you think in words and images, just images, just words? And she found out that some people don't think in either. Some people only think in color. So they don't actually have dialogue going on. And she asked for people who don't have the dialogue going on to tell her more about it because she was so fascinated by it. I too, I feel like I want to know if those people who don't have internal dialogue going on, if they are more emotionally healthy. Because if they don't have a broken record playing, no negative thoughts on repeat, I can't help but wonder, are they more emotionally healthy? Because if you aren't regularly trying to convince yourself of something that isn't true, are you only living 
truth. I don't know. I'm very aware that I kind of abandoned recording and sharing and daily I tell myself I need to record something. I'm still writing. I'm just not recording. I know that the majority of the people that listen to my podcast know me. So those people will hear in my voice my inability to pretend. One of the thoughts I have on repeat is I'm not okay. And annoyingly, that's actually a big debate in my head also, because if I were okay, I could just hustle like I always do. And I can't hustle. And if I try to hustle, my body stops me from being able to just walk without pain. Being forced to sit down does not suit this girl. I've said this is a lesson in patience. God, isn't it? I haven't meant to sound cryptic. I broke my big toe into multiple pieces in January. Just the one main bone. And lucky for me, it didn't require surgery. All the bones were sitting where they just need to heal. So it's only a toe. I've broken a toe before. It didn't even impact my life, but not my big toe. So in true fashion of Natalie, wrap the toe, put a walking boot on her, and what does she do? She proceeds to run around, as per usual. Well, needless to say, my body said, The fa you doing? And then I ended up with a very angry and painful ankle, which swelled up and changed the whole color of my foot and my leg. That made it look like I had blood clots, a bunch of tests for blood clots. Turns out I have a nerve issue that happens with crash injuries called complex regional pain syndrome. Luckily, I'm not actually in severe pain. I am in discomfort. The shooting pains were around weeks 6 to 10. <laughs> but since I am long past that, I don't have the shooting pains. Anyway, so trying to get my foot back to operational and not swelling and my best way to explain it is in freak out mode. My foot acts like it's needing to freak out. I am super incapable by my own standards. I'm at home, not at work, and I'm overthinking. So quiet dialogue. I think we need to be I say we, <laughs> if you can relate. I need to be more on top of what gets quietly said and what gets louder and louder. Because some of it is really shitty stuff. And why do I want to allow shit in my head? I don't. It's also possibly important to acknowledge that in times of fragility, you have to figure out ways to protect yourself when there are people in your life that don't have your protection in mind. And it, this isn't conscious on their behalf. I know it's not conscious. But occasionally there's one or two people in my life that think they can do or say whatever they want and I am going to be unchanging. And while I have this internal debate of I'm not okay, yes I am okay, I'm not okay. That fragility means I have to protect myself. 
And a physical fragility ends up equating to emotional fragility. I'm the only one who has to swim in that and who can get over it. So the speed with which I get over it is mine. Whether I can do it quickly or if it has to be slow, that's still my job. And so if any level of emotional protection has to happen, it has to happen. I actually had a really good example come into my mind. And this example has appeared before at another very hard time in my life. I had multiple things happening and I was dealing with some health issues. I had a financial issue appear. A friend committed suicide. Life felt so overwhelming that everything became just that bit harder. And so the example I have right now started when I was in that space. And this example is, imagine I'm a rabbit and I get my foot caught in a trap. No other rabbits know how to take the trap off. I can't take the trap off. I'm not going to lose my foot, but I am in pain because of this trap. Now, am I going to sensibly wander the forest, hoping I'll figure out a way to get the trap off? Or will I go into my warren and just be gentle with myself? My warren is the answer. So if other rabbits come knocking on my warren door while I'm in a state of having to deal with something that absolutely requires my attention, my foot in a trap. How available do I feel emotionally for rabbits coming and just talking, 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 talking? And what if the talking isn't helpful talking? It's not coming in concern. It's coming with frustrations. Like some rabbits come and they can't see that I have my own frustration and that listening to their frustration isn't where my headspace is. My ability to be something for them in their frustration isn't really possible because physically and emotionally I have my foot in a trap and I'm trying to deal with that. Sure, I would love to be something for everyone, but I don't feel other people's pain and they don't feel my pain. What if I say to the rabbits that come knocking, and make me feel not left alone, and on some level harassed, what are my options? I can't run away, because I've got the trap on my foot. It's my warren. So not only do I lock the door, I say, I really need to be left alone right now while I have this problem I'm dealing with. Maybe I say, I'm not okay. If in saying that, and I lock the door, and that wish to be left alone is not respected, what am I likely to do but just isolate further? Because again, in time, maybe this trap will no longer be on my foot. Maybe my foot will heal and get so strong that the trap finally comes off. But it doesn't really matter what the metaphorical trap is. If it's there, it's there. And if you can't respect the fact that I'm having to deal with it, I will isolate. Add to that this belief that it's not okay to admit pain and to be in pain and for pain to actually take over. 
because of the brainwashing, on some level, that's like admitting total weakness. And although that's not true, sensibly that's not true. Pain is what it is. God, we have nerves. There is no stopping pain. This is taking too long. I just am very aware that so much of my life seems to be on hold, all because of this trap my foot is caught in. I know this is a lesson in patience for me because I know I'm not a patient person. So it almost seems inevitable that something would eventually happen in my life because life is all about learning that would force me to learn patience. What I will never be, though, is a martyr. And I refuse to not try and protect myself from those who refuse to respect I have an issue I have to deal with. So maybe it is self-centered, but the base of that word is self. And I don't live anybody's life. I just live mine. Okay, internal dialogue, hypocrisy, self-protection, patience, healing. That's where my mind is at. I hope the next time that you hear me, you hear the usual me. I won't promise anything. <laughs> it's been almost five months that has influenced what you're hearing right now. I'll get there. I'm trying, but I have to deal with this trap my foot is in. There's no ignoring it. Be well, friends. I love you. <laughs>